1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Jamie All Over. This is the fourth time I'm saying that because I feel like I'm out of the swing of this and I'm feeling weird about my intro. I took a week hiatus. I didn't plan to. I had the best intentions in Mexico. I thought I was going to get to record and edit a podcast while there. I don't know what I was thinking. Every minute that I was there was accounted for. It was nonstop. It was so fun, but there was absolutely no time to record a podcast. And I've been in bed for the last two days since I've gotten back from Mexico because I'm just not used to so much going on and being around so many people And again, it was so fun and amazing and the most beautiful wedding for Sheena and Brock. However, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of things going on and there were a lot of activities. And did I say there was a lot of people? There were a lot of people. I think that's grammatically correct. Sorry. My brain has not really been working all that well, not because of the trip. I'll get into why in a little bit. But. Yeah, I spent the last two days in bed. I got back on, let's see, today is what? I don't even know what today is. Saturday? Today's Saturday. It was Wednesday night. I got home. So, all day, Thursday and Friday, I spent in bed not moving. I felt like I got hit by a truck. I don't know why. I don't know why. I did a lot of walking, but that should not make my muscles feel the way that they felt. Maybe it was the way I was sleeping on the plane. I'm so weird on planes with the way I have to sit. I can't just sit upright like most normal people do. For me, that's really uncomfortable. Maybe because my feet may not touch the ground or barely touch the ground. I don't know. I'm 5'5", but I feel like I need something to put my feet up on. So I end up just curling up into this weird little ball and I always get the window seat. I should remember to bring a pillow because when I bring a pillow, it's so much better. But I'll have like a hoodie or something with me and I'll use that as my pillow. And I curl up all weird. My leg always goes numb. My back still hurts in that position. But for some reason, I prefer it. I don't know. I don't know why my body feels the way it does. But it's been two days on bed rest. <laughs> and today, I finally got up and did some things. Took Ivy over to the Irvine Spectrum to walk around and get more school clothes because I was rushed with her whole back to school last week that we did not do her full school shopping. So we did some more today. So I want to get into last week and leading up to leaving New Mexico because I do feel like we have a lot of catching up to do since I missed last Monday's episode. I don't necessarily want to get into too much of the wedding stuff only because I made the assumption that Sheena's podcast on Friday would be be discussing her wedding, and then mine comes out Monday, and then I could, you know, give my commentary. But again, me making these dumbass assumptions, thinking people would have time to actually do that this past week, she did not discuss her wedding on her last episode. So who knows the podcast rules? But if there's any unspoken rule, I would think it would be that I should not discuss someone's wedding before they do. And I posted for some questions on Instagram. You guys had so many good questions, so many things you want to know, some things I can't answer, but the stuff that I can, that's like, you know, more about my experience, I will definitely get into. I want to start off with my passport situation, which nobody really knew was a situation. I kept it to myself. I didn't want to stress anyone out, but I didn't have a passport. So I made an appointment at a passport center in Santa Ana. I think there was only like that one option for Orange County. And I figured Orange County would probably be less hectic than the LA office. Here's the thing. I thought like if you put it through the mail, you do it yourself, it takes like six weeks. So I made an appointment in person and silly me thinking that at an in-person appointment, you get your passport on the spot. So I made this appointment five weeks before I had to travel. I paid for the expedited service. They said, you'll get it in five to seven weeks. Hand us your birth certificate. We'll mail that back to you too. I'm not quite sure that they sent me back my birth certificate with my passport. I have to check. But if memory serves, now that I'm talking about it, I'm not sure they sent it back to me. And I was like, oh, but I thought this was expedited. They're like, yeah, that is expedited five to seven weeks. I was like, is there a chance you guys send it early? And she was like, yeah, sometimes I hear people say they get it before five weeks. I'm like, okay, well, hopefully that's me. Then someone told me there's this thing called urgent passport that if you have travel plans within the next 14 days, you can make an appointment for an urgent passport and then you'll get it on the spot. That now became my plan B. And so I would just, you know, waited for my passport and I ended up getting it in, let's see, what was my timeline? I applied at my appointment on July 12th and I received it on August 16th, which was exactly five weeks later. So all was well with my passport. I got good, fun questions from listeners. So first question is from Jen Lee, 98 said, saw you and Janet and pics together, hoping all is well. Story time? Question mark. Okay. So some of you may have pieced things together from the Shenanigans podcast in which Janet used to co-host, I used to co-host, and there was a bit of a falling out there. (laughs) And not to get into it because that really could be a full episode, not that I want it to be or not that I ever want to talk about this again, because I think we've moved past it, all three of us, me, Janet, and Sheena. But there was a point where Janet and I did not see eye to eye and it caused some issues. But we were both asked to be bridesmaids in Sheena's wedding. And because we both love Sheena so much and we truly both had love for each other before our falling out, we decided to move past everything that happened and start over. I have to say I'm so happy that we did that because carrying around what's the word I'm looking for a grudge or resentment towards people it truly is cliche but it hurts you more than it hurts them and i want a stress-free life i'm working towards that as you guys know in every aspect and i think part of that is coming to terms with all of those people in our lives that we may have grudges against or feel a certain way against and working through that is the best thing you can actually do for yourself. So I feel so much lighter after that. During the wedding and all the festivities and events, she was a good friend to have there. She was by my side during one tiny breakdown that I had. I think for a lot of people, being around that many people and constantly having events to do, if you're not used to that, I think it's a lot. It, some people have anxiety, some people have trauma, some people are introverted and just constantly being on and you know around people, it could wear on you a bit and in no way is this complaining. I absolutely loved it and it's what my soul needed, especially after coming out of pandemic and all being so isolated. It was so amazing to be around so many friends and Sheena's amazing family, her mom, her sister, her dad, just Every, the extended family, Brock's family coming from Australia, getting to know them. The whole experience was unforgettable and something I'm so happy that I was able to be a part of and honored to be a bridesmaid in this beautiful wedding. Getting back to my breakdown, shit happens. <laughs> and I have to say she was by my side for that. So that was nice. Okay, next question. Favorite and worst part of trip? Also, did you do any excursions? So my favorite part Honestly, I can't pinpoint a favorite part because the entire experience was just magical leading up to the beautiful wedding. But I guess for me, there was one day where we didn't have anything scheduled for a couple hours and we could do whatever we wanted. And most of us ended up in the adult pool, which has this swim up bar. And we just kind of chilled and we talked and we weren't getting ready for particular thing that we had to be at at a particular time wondering what we were going to wear and it was just chill and it was like it felt like vacation and it was just nice to hang out with all my friends in vacation mode at a swim up bar it was really cool worst part okay i don't know if it's worst part for me but the creepiest scariest part you guys so courtney who is sheena's sister her boyfriend justice Something super creepy happened to him, and there's even some backstory with this too. So the first night we get there, which was Saturday night, not everyone had arrived, but for those who did arrive Saturday night, there was a dinner. So we get to the dinner. I'm seated next to Justice. And Courtney says, lift up your shirt by your sleeve. And he lifts it up and he shows me these intense scratches from like his shoulder down to his bicep. And I was like, what's that? And they're like, we don't know. We were walking through the hallway. And all of a sudden, Justice felt something really hot on his arm. Hot burning sensation. He ignored it. He gets to the room, ignores it. And then at some point, he decides to lift up his shirt to see what that pain was. And he saw these scratches. And immediately I'm like, oh my god, it was a demon. right? But they were thinking that as well. Courtney then like posted the picture. She's like, guys, what is this? And people are like, oh, it's just a skin allergy. It's this, it's that. And then other people were like, oh no, I've seen that marking before. It's a demon. The three scratches, that means he needs to be eliminated by the demon. I was like starting to get freaked out, right? Later that night, it's now, I'm in bed. It's now like 1230 AM. I get my last text before I fall asleep. And it's from Courtney with a picture of Justice with his shirt off. And it extends from his arm and shoulder all the way across his chest. And mind you, like, he was wearing a shirt when this happened. It's not like he rushed into a twig or something walking. So that was creepy. So then she and I start Googling the land that the hotel is on because it's a new hotel, and we're like, what was this built on? Are there people buried out here? Is this a burial ground? She didn't find anything. I didn't really do a deep dive because I was kind of sleepy, but what I was reading that it is a demon and that people that this has happened to before were just saying, like, just pray, just pray, and and they'll go away. (laughs) So... I just wrote a text back to her I was like, hey, I don't know if Justice believes in Jesus or God or that's his Lord and Savior, but I would suggest you guys just pray. And I went to sleep. But the backstory with Justice and like weird shit like this. OK, so he rents a house in Costa Mesa, which is pretty close to where I am in Orange County. And he was living there with his sister, Joy, who is a total joy. I love her. She was at the wedding too. So the two of them were living in this house. He was like in the main house and she was living in kind of this back house. And the two of them are artists, which I actually did not know. And Courtney was like, Hey, I want you to come over to the house and I want to know if you feel anything. I'm like, okay. So one day I think we were out to brunch and I'm like, okay, I'll stop over afterwards. I walk into the house and immediately I see this vision of someone completing like a puzzle and this spirit being upset and jealous and walking by and throwing it up and just seeing all the puzzle pieces go all over. And I was like, I feel like there's someone in here who is jealous that you are both artists. I was like, are you guys artists? I'd never met Joy before. I did not know this. And she is. And Justice does art as well. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, you know, it's weird. Every time I start an art piece in this house, I can't finish it. I was like, that's interesting. So. Other things had happened in that house that I was also not aware of. Like Justice was sleeping and all of his covers got pulled off of him in the middle of the night. And he's so chill. Like he just, according to Courtney, got the covers, put them back on, and went back to sleep. I was like, oh my God, no, I could never. And then another time outside of the house. Oh, wait, before I get to that. So I'm walking around the house, seeing if I feel anything. I go outside into the backyard. I was like, wait something happened here with a dog. I was like, I think whoever lived in this house had to kill their dog back here. You know, like back in the olden days, they're like, oh, take the dog out back and shoot it if it gets sick or something. I had that kind of feeling back there. Then I come to find out that Justice and Joy and maybe even their mom were in the backyard and they saw this demon dog on the roof. It was like an animal thing on their roof, which... I'm just blown away that even something like that could happen to somebody that I know. And then Joy was saying that she was sleeping one night, and I don't really remember the dream that she had, but it was about whatever spirit was in the house. And she ends up waking up from this dream slash nightmare, and she's standing in the corner of her room, kind of pinned up against the wall, feeling like she's being strangled. And I'm just like, oh my God, this house is insane. At the same time, I was watching a show on Netflix, which if you have not seen it, I highly recommend, and it's called Surviving Death. It's like five or six episodes of different situations, but real life situations. A doctor who had a near-death experience, she died, she came back to life, she completely changed her medical practice and beliefs based on what happened to her because she never believed in afterlife before other things like that. And one of the episodes is about this couple that lived in Hollywood in this house. And back in, I guess, the 70s, they had a specific Polaroid camera with this film called Spectra Film. And this was the only type of camera that they could use. They would take these Polaroid pictures in the house because they would always have doors shutting and stuff. And people would come over and they'd be like, oh, I feel weird in this hallway. At one time, they're like, oh, let me take a picture of you in the hallway. And in the picture, they see this writing. It was this smoke, but it was speaking to them. The spirit in their house was speaking to them through these pictures and writing things about who they were, how they died, all of this stuff. I'm like, I need this camera. And once they stopped making that Spectra film and they used different film, they were never able to capture anything again. So I hunted this film down. I found it on eBay. I bought the camera to use with it. And I still have it in my drawer and I have yet to bring it back to Justice's house, but that was my plan. I was like, you guys... We're going to be ghost hunters. But in that meantime, they got a dog, Piper. And since they brought the dog into the house, none of this has happened, which is also interesting because I did feel that the previous person in that house was very deeply upset about losing this dog or having to kill this dog in the backyard. Full circle, they get a dog and everything is fine. Courtney did a bunch of digging about the guy. Apparently his name was Ed and he did want to be an artist, but because his father was like a war hero, he pushed him to go into the military and he led this entire life that he did not want to lead. So Courtney found out everything. This could actually be a full episode of something for Ghost Hunters. It was so interesting. But anyway, getting back to Justice, I'm like, this is weird that same thing now with some weird demonic force. because. Justice is the sweetest guy. His whole family is the sweetest family ever. It's like, why would this happen to them? I don't know. So long-winded answer of the worst part of the trip, but I don't even know if I would say that that was worst, but creepiest. Next question. Allison, Wanger 70 which of Sheena's other bridesmaids are you the closest friends with? We had the best group of girls as the bridesmaids. So it was her sister, Courtney, as maid of honor, Brock's sister, Nikki, from Australia, Sheena's longtime high school friend, Adri, Sheena's cousin, Kelly, me, Ariana, Raquel, and Janet. So as far as whom I'm the closest with, I have my own, I think, relationship with all of them. I will say I know Adri the least. I've only seen her on a couple occasions, but she's lovely she's funny she's a great time to be around and i love that sheena has such a close friend that's such an old friend back in the day that has always been there and knows everything that each other has been through i love that she has that in adri as you know and as i just said janet and i had our ups and downs but we're good and Kelly is a lifesaver. Kelly also lives in Orange County close by me. So we do happy hours and dinners. She's so amazing because she's one of those people that will just randomly check up on you. Be like, how are you doing? Like, I know you're going through this. I just want to check up on you. She's such a good, good soul. She's a good reminder of how to be a great friend. And I love having her. And she definitely was a lifesaver with the hotel situation because at one point I thought I had lost my room and she was like don't worry like no matter what you have a room you can stay with me and my sister Nikki it's gonna be okay so she is just one of my favorite people ever and Courtney and I it's so funny because sometimes Sheena is like you have more in common with my sister than you and I have in common. <laughs> Courtney and I love emo and we go to emo night. We love all the same music and we have like a lot of mutual friends in common in that scene. So, we're always gossiping about this musician or that or whatever. So, Courtney is awesome too and Ariana and Raquel are just sweethearts. Raquel I've gotten closer to since her breakup. I think everyone has because, you know, there's like a new there's a new Raquel. <laughs> you know? And I love watching this for her. And I told her that I'm really proud of her for who she's becoming and how she's pushing herself. And yeah, she's going out, she's having fun, she's dating here and there. But the fact that she didn't want to jump into a new relationship and she wanted to kind of figure out herself is really admirable. I love to see that for her. And Ariana, Ariana is just chill. She's just a good friend to have. She's not high maintenance. (laughs) She gets over things quickly and she's really wise. She's great with advice. I don't know if that answered the question because I didn't pick one, but hopefully it answered the question. Okay, next one. Real Vanderpump wants to know, did Max Boyens attend the wedding? He did not attend, but he was invited. And we thought he was coming up until the last minute, And in the time period where I thought I lost my room, I was supposed to be staying with Brett. We thought we didn't have a room. Brett then made other arrangements at the hotel next door. And then we found out that rooms were back available again. I could have my room back. But now Brett had already made other arrangements. And I was potentially staying with Kelly. So then we found out Max was coming and he needed a roommate. So... I was like, look, I could still stay with Kelly, Brett, if you want to come back from the other hotel and stay on site, because it's going to be way easier for you with all the events we have going on here. You can stay with Max, and I'll just stay with Kelly. And so Brett was intending to stay with Max up until the very last minute, which he finally said that he was not coming. So then I got my room back with Brett, and he was my roommate. I don't know why Max didn't come. Oh, and getting back to the other one, the other question, did I go on any excursions? Not really, but the bachelorette party, I can kind of consider an excursion. They brought us out to go on a catamaran. There was, I think, 20 of us, so it wasn't just the bridal party. And some of the bridal party wasn't there yet because it was Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So whoever was arriving on Sunday did not make the boat. We all wore white and... We go on this catamaran for a couple hours. They had music. They had food. They had drinks. You could not drink for the first 45 minutes until we got to where we were kind of stopping for people to snorkel or get in the water. And they were like, whoever's going in the water cannot drink ahead of time. So I ended up just not drinking that day. I barely drank the whole trip. I knew I wasn't going to snorkel because the last time I snorkeled, I was actually in Cancun. And I'm not the best swimmer. I went too deep. And I breathed in water through the snorkel. <laughs> so... I just didn't want to do that again. I did get in the water with a floaty. One point there was a rope coming from the catamaran and it wrapped around my leg and I freaked out and I start screaming and I had my own personal lifeguard because I could not swim very well and I gave him a minor heart attack because once this rope went around my leg I start screaming and I'm in the water he was like oh my god duty calls he came and he tried to save me and I'm like dude I'm fine I'm fine (laughs) and Jasmine watched the whole thing happen from above and she saw that it was a rope and she was just like oh my god Jamie's freaking out it's a rope she thinks something's like an eel is like around her leg right now but that was a fun day and then towards the end I got sick of hearing all the hip-hop music I love some hip-hop if it's old school but I don't know any new hip-hop so that was pretty much all it was playing on the boat. So at one point, I turned to the guy who's controlling the playlist, Pat, and I was like, hey, can you play some emo music? He's like, what, My Chemical Romance? And I'm like, that would be amazing, but everyone will kill me if we play that. Something a little bit lighter and f- more fun. Maybe Mr. Brightside by The Killers. And he's like, okay. So he goes to change it. Mr. Brightside starts playing maybe for three seconds. Lala turns to Pat and she's like, play da whatever song. And it goes right back to the hip hop. And I look at him I'm like, you couldn't even let my song finish. And then I turned to Lala. I'm like, excuse me, like, I requested that song. And she's like, Oh, well, I mean, he, he could have let it finish. I didn't mean for him to change it right away. And I'm like, oh. so I went right back to hip hop again. Then we go to eat and they had ceviche. Granted, there was chips and guacamole that I was able to eat. But Pat then looks at me. He's like, this is Jamie's boat trip from hell. No emo music and no vegan food. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. But yeah, if we're going to call that an excursion, that was super fun. The next day on Monday, a couple of the girls, Kelly, her sister Nikki, and Adri did whale shark diving. Whale sharks, I guess, are friendly and they're not trying to eat humans. So it was safe. I asked a lot of questions being the animal rights activist that I am and this particular tour that they went on only let two people in the water at the same time so the animals are not overwhelmed with a bunch of divers they don't let you wear sunscreen which is also awesome because that messes up the water and then it's not good for the whale sharks or any of the marine life they have a fund and they talk about conservation they don't let you touch the whale sharks so if there is an ethical way to do it this company did it that way so that was nice to know ryan bailey from so bad it's good with ryan bailey wanted to know why wasn't i there well ryan i want to know the same thing why weren't you there i wish you were there you're so much fun but probably because you ruined summer's name reveal i'm just kidding i knew you guys squashed that C Brown33 wants to know how were the vegan food options? Okay, so in any situation where Sheena and Brock got to choose the food, like for the welcome party, for the rehearsal dinner, for the wedding, there were plenty of vegan options and they were great. In other situations where, you know, because the resort is all inclusive, so We were able to go to any restaurant and just order anything we wanted, which is awesome. However, the vegan options were non-existent, so I would have to order off the menu. So for example, every morning we went to this buffet called World Cafe, and it was a gorgeous buffet. They were very, very accommodating. So when you first check in and you give like your name and room number, they were like, do you have any restrictions, allergies? So every time I would be like, I'm vegan, so no meat, no dairy. So at which point they would make a note and a server and often the chef would come over and discuss what they can make for me. They ended up making a tofu ceviche, which was awesome. first couple days I was there, I was having such difficulty getting any vegan protein. I couldn't even order beans from anywhere because they had pork in them. It was all refried beans with pork fat. So I was basically living on carbs. Chips and fries and very sad green salad. So it was super limited, but this was my saving grace at this breakfast buffet that they would make me this vegan ceviche in the morning and I would get my protein. So I was very happy about that. And then I would go around the buffet and pick out certain items like I would get a banana with peanut butter and they had different nuts and they had prunes, which I was eating because if you followed me back on shenanigans and you recall the last time I went to Florida, I didn't poop for a week because I flew and it was an issue then And we were discussing it on one of the episodes where I had called in and it was Sheena and I talking and I was from Florida and I'm like, hey, like five days still haven't pooped. Same thing happened. I've come to the conclusion it's flying that does it to me. I don't know why, but Janet seems to think it's travel anxiety and it's not flying, but I don't feel the anxiety about traveling. So I didn't think it was that. And I've had this for a while now with flying and then immediately that happens. So it's like by the third day, I look like I'm pregnant. It's the worst. And then I start feeling pretty shitty, pun intended. So the rehearsal dinner was at like a hibachi place. They even cooked my stuff on a separate grill in the back instead of being cooked with all of the steak and fish and everything on the hibachi grill. So they were very accommodating there. And then at the wedding, there was a vegan option. It was a vegan lasagna, which didn't look or taste like lasagna because I think it was wrapped up in cabbage. Almost like I want to say stuffed cabbage. I'm not sure what was in the center of it. It was good, but I don't know why they called it a lasagna. And I know Lala got the vegan option too. I didn't discuss with her if she got the same thing that I did. Maybe they ran out or maybe that was intended to be the lasagna. I don't know. And for the cocktail hour, it was awesome. They had stuffed mushrooms, vegan little tacos, Vegan sushi. There was a bunch of stuff. So anytime, like I said, that Sheena and Brock were able to pick the menu, they were really cognizant of putting in vegan options. So they hooked it up. It was delicious. I R. I don't. I know your name is Amy. I don't know how to say your A. Why can't I read this? A R. Bittner forty seven. Okay. But hi, Amy, I know your real name. She wants to know any hot eligible men at the wedding? Well, let me think. There were some single men, there were, and I really was not interested in any of that. The wedding was just so consuming, and all the events were consuming. Kind of like the last thing on my mind, believe it or not, was hey, who's single here? Who's eligible here? Like I was just having a fun time with my friends. I will say that I was purposely seated at a table away from most of my friends because it was quote unquote the single table, but the man sitting next to me (laughs) was like my seatmate for two events, the wedding and the rehearsal dinner. He was the sweetest man, but he was the father. Okay, so Charlie was Brock's best man. So Charlie's wife's dad was this man. Never met him before. Super sweet. And he sat next to me at the hibachi and at the wedding. So I'm not quite sure if they were trying to do a setup there. I don't think they were. They know that my type is much younger, but he was very sweet nonetheless. If there's any older ladies out there who would like a hookup, let me know. Who else? Let me think. Oh, my good friend who is single and very attractive was there. Should I call you out by name? I don't know if I should or not. You know who you are. And you were asking me to come cuddle with you two nights in a row. I did turn you down both nights because I just was not having it. I don't know why. Like, I was just not in that headspace for any of that. But he's hot, ladies, and he's single. Overall, everyone there, I think, was just so filled with love and happiness for Brock and Sheena And we were all just having a good time. It was so awesome to be on vacation with my friends. Dev wants to know, travel items you were so glad you had. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. The week before traveling was insane. It consisted of me thinking I lost my room. It consisted of me getting a flat tire the night before I was supposed to go up to LA to go to Lisa Vanderpump's house because she was having a pre-wedding celebration Sheena and Brock at her house I was supposed to get my new extensions done but my hair girl who I love and I've been going to for like 10 years she's also a model slash actress surprise surprise it's LA who booked an awesome gig and had to go away for a month so I was not able to get my hair done before the wedding I also had some mishaps with my canning salon <laughs> which I'm embarrassed to say this story, but I'll tell you it involved police. So I'll get to the items that I brought in a second. I want to give you the backstory first. So after a crazy week and also blew up on two people, I got in a fight with my brother. I got in a fight with a reservation agent at the hotel when my room was canceled accidentally. Also, If you listened, I think it was not the last episode, but maybe the episode before, I did let you know I started trauma therapy, which I'm proud of myself for finally doing. However, when you first start it, I would suggest do it at a time where you don't have a lot of social things going on, or you don't have a lot of commitments, or obligations, or responsibilities happening. Really do it at a time that you can kind of be alone because. In the beginning, it's sort of like an information gathering phase for your first one or two sessions. So you're basically reliving all of the shit that you want to get over. And what I've been told is that when that happens and you talk about it again, your body, your brain, it doesn't recognize the difference of if you're actually going through all of that again right now versus just talking about the past. So I absolutely noticed a change in me when this was happening and not for the best, but it's almost a situation where you've got to ruffle all and you know and stir up all of those things, bring them all to the surface to heal it. So it's ultimately a good thing, but I felt I was a different person. My brain was not really functioning the way it should. I couldn't think of words. I was having conversations and I couldn't even like access certain words that I wanted to use. My emotions were very elevated. I would be upset or cry over something that I know normally would not bother me, and I was fighting with people, you know, more than I should or normally would in the past. I just basically had no control over my emotions. I actually ended up telling my therapist, I want to put this on pause until I get back from Mexico because I noticed what's happening and I am going to be around a lot of people and I have a lot of obligations. So I want to be able to focus and my nervous system is finally balancing out from the first two sessions. And I think I'm going to cancel my third before I leave for Mexico and we'll pick this up when I get back. So she understood. But in that process, the week before leaving, I was all over the place. I was a mess. And so... (laughs) One of the things that happened was I had my tanning session booked for Friday night and I was leaving early Saturday a.m. I get to the tanning salon. They close at 7 and I got there at 630 and she comes out. She's like, I'm sorry, the machine is clogged. It's not working. You're not going to get your spray tan. I was not about to go to Mexico and be in a bikini, take a ton of pictures and be pale as a ghost. I wanted my spray tan. And I was like, there has to be a way that you could just clean it out. I'm sure you can just clean it out and it will work. She's just like, no, we usually just call someone to come fix it. So now here I am. My phone is about to die also because my tire was flat, didn't have time to get a new tire, and my donut was going a little flat. I borrowed a car to use to run all these errands. So I didn't have my car, which means I didn't have my car charger with me. Now my phone is dying. But every time I go, I'm constantly being upcharged and so this time I end up paying $54, even though I have a membership. I'm like, okay, fine, just give me my refund and I'll leave. I found another tanning salon nearby that I would never been to before, but they were open till nine. So I'm like, I'll just go there. This is what set me off guys, after the whole week that I had. Normally this would not set me off. She goes, there's no refunds, all sales are final. And I'm like, I was not sold anything. I didn't get anything. You have to give me a refund. She's like, well, I can make a note on your account. You can have a free session when you come back. And I was like, actually, I don't think I'm ever coming back here again after this. And I would just like a refund instead. She's like, well, it's our policy. No refunds. I'm like, you didn't provide me with anything. You have to give me a refund. And then she's like, it's Friday night and I want to go home. So you need to leave. And I was just like, you are essentially stealing money from me. You're refusing to give it back. You didn't provide me a service. Please call your manager and ask how to do a refund. And she's like, I don't have a manager to call. And I was like, who would you call if the place went on fire? She's I'd call the police. I was like, "Okay, who would you call if you couldn't lock up or you lost your key? There must be someone that you would call. And she's like, well, I can't call her. I was like, hell you can't call her you get her on the phone you call her right now and you ask how to get me a refund and I was like I'm not leaving until you do so now I'm making this girl stay past closing time because she refuses to give me a refund and now it's the principal it's not even the money it's the fucking principal at this point point. and she's like I'll call the cops And I'm like, please do. I can't wait to tell them that you took my money, did not give me a service, and will not refund me. Go ahead and call the police. So I'm pretty sure the cops were on the way. And then magically, she gets the manager on the phone. The manager was like, I'll call her tomorrow. We'll figure it out. Tomorrow was a Saturday, Okay, I was like, I'm going to be on a plane all day tomorrow. Whatever she's going to figure out with me on Saturday, she can do now that I'm here in person. And she was just like, no, no refunds. And then I go, "Okay." well, enjoy the Yelp reviews that I leave about this experience. And then all of a sudden she could give me a refund. She hands me the money. She's like, here, please leave. I'm like, gladly. And I wish you did this 30 minutes ago. Then my phone dies. But I remembered how to get to the other tanning salon. I memorized it because I knew my phone was going to die. So I get to the other tanning salon I get my tan, which was shit, by the way. It was not a good tan. They go by levels. And they're like, do you want level one, two, three, or four? And I'm just like, I don't know what the hell I'm picking. I'm like, well, what is a level three? What does it look like? And you would think they'd have photos of actual people. She points to a cartoon on the wall and she said, kind of like her skin. You guys, I just about lost my shit a second time. I'm like, no, Jamie, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. It's fucking tanning. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take what she's having. I'll take a three, which I needed a four, clearly, because barely anything showed up on my skin. The next day anyway i leave this tanning salon and now i'm lost because i don't know where i am it's probably 15 minutes from home but without gps as a society we are lost little babies now i'm driving i'm like i had somewhat of a sense of direction and i knew that i just needed to go north because i was in elisa viejo and then i ended up in laguna niguel i was lost in laguna niguel for probably 30 minutes which yeah, poor me. I was in the slums of Laguna Niguel. It was a hard area to be in. But I had no idea where to go. It was dark. And finally, I saw a sign for the one freeway that has a toll. And because it wasn't my car, oh my god, I didn't pay the toll. I'm still glad I'm talking about this now. But the five days have passed. Damn it. See, this is why I didn't want to do it. Oh, no. OK, I need to make a note to do this after the podcast. OK, see, this is why. So there's this one toll road in Orange County and if you don't have the fast pass you have 5 days to remember to go online and pay it or else you get a ticket and I was avoiding this road I think it's the 73 but After driving around for 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, I know this will take me home. I just got to do it and remember to pay the toll. So I get home. So anyway, that was my Friday night. So items that I'm glad that I brought. Well, I did not bring tanning lotion, but Kelly's sister, Nikki, brought hers with her, like a self-tanner. So I used that, fortunately, saved the day. Also, since my hair girl canceled... I brought my own toner with me because I just, I wasn't about to do my own highlights and I can't do my own extensions, but I could do my roots because it's just a toner and I just tone it like an ash blonde to kind of blend in with my blonde hair. So I did that at least and that helped a little bit. Also, I'm so glad I had this new it's kind of like a cc cream but it has 35 spf in it it's by thrive and they had randomly sent me a box of things before i left for mexico and i don't know who it came from or why i got it there was no note with it but in this box there was a bunch of purology shampoo conditioner deep conditioner and then a bunch of thrive cosmetic things and in that was this tinted bb cream cc cream i don't know but that was awesome to use during the days when I wanted the SPF and just a little bit of color on my face to like even out my skin, but I didn't want full makeup and that worked beautifully. Every day people were like, how do you look this good like just waking up, you didn't shower, you didn't do your makeup, you're in the sun, how does your skin look this good? It was that. It was also a new lip stain that I got because it was still on my lips from the night before. I didn't apply lipstick and people were like, oh, you wear lipstick to the pool, cool. I'm like, no, it was by Too Faced. It's called Melted and it's a long wear. It's not a lipstick, it's not a lip gloss. It's kind of a mix between the two. It stays on forever. And the reason I know this is because I was testing Lipstick colors for what I was going to wear for the wedding that matched my dress. And I put a bunch of swatches on my hand to check all of the different colors of what I owned at home. And one of them was a small sample version of this melted lipstick that I had never used before. And it wasn't the right color. So then I go to wash my hand and wash all the lipsticks off and everything came off except that one. I was like, wait, which one was this? This would be great for in hot weather where everything's literally melting off, this would stay. And so I went to Sephora and I got it in the color that I wanted and it worked out really well. Because of the humidity, I said to Courtney, that so the first night her hair held up really well. All of our other hair just fell flat and got frizzy, but her hair looked great. I'm like, what did you do? What did you use? She's like, I just used the three barrel curling iron to do these mermaid waves. I'm like, that's the hairstyle for here. That's the only thing that will hold up. Regular curls will fall flat. And if you straighten your hair, it'll just be a frizzy mess. So I determined this is the hairstyle for Mexico. And I was like, can you do my hair like that for the welcome white party? She was like, yeah. So I put in my clip-on extensions which made my hair longer and she did these waves and it looked like mermaid waves and my hair held up all night and everyone was like oh my god your hair looks so good like this blah 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 so as a group we decided that's the hair for the wedding so if you saw any of the pictures we all have that hair what I'm glad a couple people brought I did not bring it but it was the three barrel waver and there were a couple different sizes so Raquel's size was more narrow because she has short hair so the more narrow it is the better it is for short hair. But when that one was used on people with longer hair, it didn't hold for some reason. So someone also brought a wider one. There were actually three different sizes. I used the middle one on my first night at the white party. And then I used the widest one, which I want to say I think was Bondi or whatever that brand what that Australian brand. I think it was that one. It's white and black. I remember that. It was the widest one that I used for the wedding and I actually preferred the wider one to the middle one. So, I think I'm going to have to buy that. So, if any of you saw the hair and you liked it, that's how we achieved it. I'm also glad that I brought my Travel Athletic Greens with me. They do sponsor this podcast and it had me feeling so fucking good. Like I said, I barely drank so I wasn't hungover. But I was very tired. I wasn't getting sleep. I would lay in my bed and just I could not fall asleep. So every morning I had my travel pack. I put it in my bottle of water. I would shake it up. And I've had energy. I felt great throughout the day. I even gave Brett one. And he's like, this shit's like green cocaine. (laughs) It's so good. So when you get... Your, I guess, order, your monthly subscription, it comes with five travel packs. But when I got mine, they sent me a whole thing, like 30 travel packs. So it was nice to have that from Mexico. Definitely suggest that when you're traveling because it has all your vitamins, all your minerals, but it also has the probiotics, something in there that gives you energy. I don't know what. You just feel really like euphoric and great on it. So definitely worth it. I'm glad I brought tampons because there was a lot of white situations happening And I did not have my period when I left, but every single girl seemed to have it there, which you know what happens. You all kind of get on the same schedule. And also I noticed with flying, if I am due for my period coming up, flying brings it on quicker. Flying just does a number on my body. you ever see what it does to like water bottles or potato chips? How the potato chip bag gets really big and puffy. The water bottles get really crinkled. So just imagine what the pressure is doing to your insides. It does something. Um certain of it. Glad I brought tampons because we all needed them (laughs) two days in. What else? I wish I brought laxatives. (laughs) As you know, as mentioned before, I think it could have helped me. But then people were warning me. They were like, you can't just do them willy-nilly now because who knows when it's going to set in. It could be at the wedding and Sheena's saying, I do, and you're standing there. And I would have to be like, I do do, (laughs) and fucking run out of there. So I even if I had them maybe I wouldn't have taken them but for future reference when I travel knowing what happens to me now I'm going to bring them and I'm going to take them as soon as I arrive hair ties everyone was asking for a hair tie I did not want one but I'm glad I brought them because everybody needed them scissors put a little pair of scissors in your toiletry bag. You're gonna need it to cut off tags, to cut off you know, those little pieces that you hang the dresses up on the hanger. I don't like keeping them in my dresses because they always stick out and I don't use them to hang up my clothes anyway. So it's nice to have scissors to just cut all that stuff out, open things, you know, it's just, it comes in more handy than you would think. And my strapless bra that I found Friday, Friday took me hours to find the right strapless bra because like I said, I wanted to have the dress in hand to know what type of shapewear and undergarments that would look best under it. So I went everywhere looking for the best nude strapless bra because somehow I lost all of mine. I don't know where they went, but they're gone. I think when I did my spring cleaning, I may have accidentally gotten rid of them. So anyway, I will say the best one that I found was from Victoria's Secret. They have a whole strapless bra section in the back of the store. And I got one where it's sticky and not sticky, but rubbery or something on the sides. So it definitely stays up, which is the problem with most strapless bras. And it has really nice shaping. A lot of times the strapless bras will just sit on your chest and like make some weird bumps, but this had a nice lift and hold to it. So all in all, it was an amazing week. I got to get back to work with Sugar Taco. Got to get these taco boxes completed. We are at the home stretch. We're about to be able to ship taco kits to everyone in America. If you want to make your sugar taco tacos at home, I am on the final part of putting this all together. So hopefully that'll be out and available for you guys soon. Also, we're going to ship the donuts, our famous vegan churro donuts, working on that. So that's coming up. So I think this week, that's what I'm focused on. Also, we have an awesome, awesome collaboration coming up with someone for September. And I will let you know about that. And if you're in the area, you're going to have to come in and try out what we have planned for you. I think that's it. Oh, wait. One more thing about the makeup. So I remember that I texted Jared Lipscomb and asking him what he used on my eyes for the wedding because I got so many compliments about my makeup and it actually stayed throughout the whole day. So I asked him what did he use so I could share that with you guys. And he said, this is for the eye palette, Sigma Warm Neutrals. Then he used Tarte Stay Spray and Sigma Beauty's Setting Powder. His secret tip is to dampen the sponge or brushes with setting spray for cream and liquid products, then dust over with setting powder and finish with another misting of spray all vegan, cruelty-free. He's my vegan friend as well. He's a big sugar taco supporter. Thank you so much, Jared, for helping us all with our makeup. It was kind of like a last minute request. And I did notice that you had a little bit of an issue with your hip and you had to sit down a little bit. So I hope you weren't in too much pain, but that just goes to show how much kindness is in your heart to do that for all of us. And I just want to thank the families of the bride and the groom who were so welcoming. I want to thank Sheena and Brock for putting on such an amazing event. Everything was planned out perfectly. You could tell the thought and care put into every single thing. Such beautiful memories for everyone who attended. It was really such an amazing experience. So I just want to give gratitude to everyone involved in making all of that happen. Oh, and thank you all for sending in those questions, which basically created this episode today. Thanks for being here. And I will talk to you next week. Bye guys.
0: Known to give the color red the blue I'm a dangerous man with some money in my pocket Keep up woo, 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 woo. So many pretty girls around me And they're waking up the rocket. Keep, Keep up Why you mad? Fix your face Ain't my fault they all be jacked Keep up woo, woo. Players only Come on Put your freaky rings up